What were the biggest reveals and the most fascinating secrets of the DC Fandom event? We answer those questions and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, uh, TV shows, comic books, uh, fandoms, everything, all of the things. Uh, and this is a very special episode because this weekend we had the uh, DC Fandom event, so I needed a very special guest to come on and discuss it with me. So with me today is Mr. J. Washington. Say hi to the kids at home. Hi, kids at home. You flatter me with your introduction, sir. Uh-uh. It's, all, it's just the truth. So for those that don't know, you've been on the show a few times at this point. But for those yes. that don't know, where can they find you? What are, they, what are you up to? Man, you can find me pretty much some of everywhere. And when people say that, they don't mean it. I mean it. Yep. You can find me on, <laughs> on the internet, on stage, in TV, in film, uh, Blurred in the Hood every Tuesday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern with me and Winston A. Marshall. Uh, the Mad Titan podcast, I got to record that. Uh, like I said, I'm always on the stand-up special, stand-up stage. My stand-up mini stand-up special, Educated Insanity, is out. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Funny Media Group. So, so many different things and so many different places I am. So, how was it to, to uh, do a quick tangent, how was it to film a special? Like, that, that, that blows my mind. So the way they do it is they have everybody, a lot of different comics coming in the film. And then they tell you, like, you're going to film a thing. And it's like, it's like a special. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then you realize the reality of it's six cameras. <laughs> it's an audience. It's a full setup. It's like, all right, I'm only going to do a certain amount of time because I don't want to burn everything just yet. Yeah. But I'm like, I need this to hit. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, the the thing is just like, all right, just treat it as a regular show. Yeah. That's my that's my mindset. Yeah. Treat it as a regular show. So I do that. When I'm done, I'm in my head because we're all our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, we'll see, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I just I had two other shows that day, literally. So I filmed that, went to Riverside and did a show, then Damn. came back to Hollywood later that night and did a show. So then uh the producer he hit me with a rough clip of it. I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, again, it's still me just going, all right, whatever. It's not going to be up to me at the end of the day. And when I put it out, the response that it got so quickly, I was like, wait, what? Excuse mm-hmm. me? Like, I hit over 20,000 views in like a week. I was like, y'all like me. Yeah. You know, because us being on YouTube, you know, we always look at the ratios. Yeah. How many people have liked it? How many people have disliked it? It was only like 30 dislikes. Total. It's still like only like 30 some dislikes yeah. out of like 31,000 views. I was like, you know, I think I'll take this. Yep. I'll take this. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, that's incredible. Uh-oh. I love that. I, I, the, the, you know, obviously I have, you have a, a few other friends that do stand up in it and, mm. and I really respect it because, um, uh, uh, it just, it, it's, I find it incredibly, the idea of it very intimidating. Um, mm. but it's interesting. You talk about the, the, the ratios, the YouTubes and the likes and dislikes. And I was thinking about it the other day and it's, it's it blows my mind that Twitter, the only thing Twitter allows people to do is like something is like, and, and comment. And well, yet, and yet, about to. and yet the, 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 uh, it doesn't, it hasn't like, uh, it's not a more friendly environment than YouTube. Well, you know, they're about to start adding down votes. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. No. Twitter's about to add down votes. Cool. Yeah, man. Cool. So, Twitter's about to add down votes to comments. So Instagram already decided 
to take off the like like thing and count to certain people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't see some people's egos couldn't be hurt. Let's just be real. That's all it was. <laughs> And now you finna crush people's dreams who think they killing something and then they just get a downfall. Like, oh, what is this, Reddit? (laughs) Reddit? Oh. Oh, my God. Well, listen, we're not talking about any of that today. What we're talking about is DC Phantom. Of course, if you would like to listen to episodes like this early, if you would like uh, uh, extended episodes, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and review. We love it. Uh, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, you could give us those five stars and say whatever you want in the review, and I will read it. I will read it to our audiences. Um And if you listen to this on Spotify, we ask you a question every week. Last week, we asked, how would you like to see the James Bond franchise change? And Xavier Thomas answered, I think 007 needs to step away from the past villains and tropes. It seems like they just keep remaking the same movie. I like the idea of making the next few 007 movies with a different actor each time. And Wazalewski says, he's kind of a terrible spy, right? Maybe a movie where he's just a great spy. JD, have you seen the new Bond movie? I did. I what, saw it early. Shouts out, shouts out to Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? I liked it. I think it's just for me personally, it's just a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. I get that. It was a good send off. It, t- it was a perfect circle completion. Yeah, for, for real. The, for the Daniel Craig saga. Yeah. It completed the circle completely. Uh, I just, my biggest, my biggest dislike aside the time is I wanted more of Rami Malik. Yeah. I wanted more Rami Malik. I wanted, I don't know. I felt like I didn't get what I needed to out of him being a villain. And I felt like it was somewhat disappointing when you understand, when you see his villain and you're like, oh, (laughs) okay. That's how I felt. All right. So let's, let's get into, we've got a lot to talk about with DC fandom. We're just going to kind of go straight through uh, uh, and hit some of the main highlights. Let's start with, and I don't even know if this is the order they released. I had a little trouble keep like, like I was on it. I had it on another screen and I kept like, I would look away and do something, look back and like, Hey, they announced 15 other things. I was like, Holy shit. Um, Man, they were fly. I mean, I think they decided to fly through this. They learned last year was way too long. Yeah. Cause I want to say last year was like the full day, right? Was eight hours. Yeah. They were like, somebody was like, look, okay, this is the first time doing it. Everybody's still at home. Mm-hmm. We understand. Yeah. If if things go better, this cannot be an eight-hour event. Because, you know, some people are like, well, what about Comic-Cons? Blah, 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 blah. You're in person. Yep. You're trying to get people to sit in front of a screen for yep. all this time. Yep. Yeah, they're like, listen, uh, Yancey might strike on Monday. We got to keep things. <laughs> we got to keep things going. We got to keep this moving. Yeah, like. keep this moving. So let's start with uh, uh, the first thing I saw. Which was um, the the Black Adam footage? That was and, the one out the gate. That was yeah. out the gate. So so the the we get a little bit a tease of of uh, speaking of Bonds, uh, Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate. We got uh, Hawkman, Cyclone, Adam Smasher. We get a little just little peeks of their costumes. A <clears throat> uh, little like uh, behind the scenes uh, 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 concept art, and then we cut to Dwayne Johnson giving his intro. and And I had it's funny how a lot of all the stuff that like showed up last year and this year, I had similar reactions. And so, like for this for Black Adam, my the one main takeaway is like, God damn, Dwayne Johnson's the best hype man in the world. Like you can't get a better fucking hype man than Dwayne Johnson. Right. 
Now, if, if you have a dude who, whose career was predicated on being on a microphone, pumping up millions and millions of people, what do you get? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, that's that's a given for him. Like, this movie, and I'm, I'm not saying that it will be before anybody snaps. This movie could be terrible. Mm-hmm. But the way Dwayne Johnson pumps it up, yep. you still want to go see it regardless. Uh, 100%. It, to, to the point where I almost feel like, the smart move for them is to open the movie with him doing like, hey, everybody, I'm Dwayne Johnson. Here's my, you know what I mean? Then I would get like, oh, fuck, I'm excited for this movie. <laughs> I, I, I have no problem with that. I'll be sitting there all of a sudden, you see the Warner Brothers logo and it just stops and goes, hi, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we were like, wait, wait, we just not going to start the movie? Like, <laughs> you know how in uh, in some of like the Warner Brothers cartoons, like the, the Warner Brothers logo opens up and like Porky Pig or, or, or Bugs Bunny pops out. And this time it's like Dwayne Johnson. He's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Here's this dude. Hey everybody, Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam Star, and enjoy. Just and now I just started thinking of like, yeah, I get with Space Jam, you want you want a basketball player, but like, what if you did Space Jam with Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> just, just saying. You just want everybody, every cartoon to get clotheslined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody just to catch all of the violence. And yes. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm really here for it. Why not? Why not? So uh, we cut to um, some the the early footage, which has uh, uh, the um, character that I believe you know, a, a woman archaeologist that I believe is supposed to be the ISIS. Uh, ISIS. The well, she won't be called ISIS in the movie. She Let's won't be. She called. won't be called ISIS in the movie. <laughs> That's uh, so crazy that the actual god's name mm-hmm. in actual Egyptian lore can no longer be used. Thank you, terrorist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, she's played by uh, Sarah Shahi. Yep. Um, and there we get a shot of a crown um, uh, that's floating above this tomb. So clearly there's some magic shenanigans going on. Although it's weird. I, I, I'm i remembering back to um, the previous DC fandom where we got shots of like a purple crystal that implied like Eclipse was going to be part of this movie. And for some reason, seeing that crown, I, I did some research and I can't figure out why my brain is computing it this way. But I saw that crown and I immediately thought, oh, Eclipso. But I don't know why. I don't think Eclipso's jam is a crown or anything. <laughs> no, I think, again, I think what we saw last year was, again, was all concept art. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we go from, because remember, concept art changes. Yep. So now we have the, this is what it is. Yep. And so uh, they, uh, she says the word Shazam, which it still blows my mind that theoretically we might get this Black Adam crossing over with Zachary Levi Shazam. Because totally, I just don't, I don't see how that's going to work. <laughs> oh, you don't? You don't? I think it's the greatest thing ever. Because you're going to have Zachary Levi who as Shazam, remember, he's still a kid. Yep. No matter what, he's still, a, and Zachary Levi knows how to play. That's why he's the perfect Shazam right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter how him. old Asher Angel looks. He's still a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. I interviewed Asher Angel years ago, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's still growing. It's going to get to a point where they're just going to be like, so we just gonna use Zachary Levi for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, yeah, it's he's he's getting to the point where like he looks like he's about ready to go for his like graduate degree or something. Man, but to say to know because again, archaeologists do the studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to her to know and to put her hand down and say Shazam, it works. Like I said, Zachary Levi's energy is Shazam versus the brutality and the snarkiness you'll get in Black Adam. I think yeah. it. 
Cause, bro, I'll let you finish. Cause I got some thoughts. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that that was a couple thoughts. Cause, cause uh, he the I obviously because this is cut together. Cause it looks like you know she summons him, and then suddenly there are soldiers there. So I'm interested to see how that all coalesces in the actual movie. Right. He grabs uh, a soldier by the neck and straight up Mortal Kombat fatalities that dude. <laughs> Don't. I was like, yo. Which made me wonder, I think we answered our own question. There, this movie is not rated R, right? It's going to be PG-13, right? Let me tell you something. If Shazam can have a full-on horror scene happen. That's true. That's a very good point. In the That's a very a that, full-on that, horror scene. Yeah, that scene, that scene's fucked up. That's a good point. <laughs> Bro, yeah. the fa- I watched the dude just die. I was yeah. like, I, but again, I liked it too because they set the tone of, is he a villain? Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Johnson keeps saying he's an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, Venom is a Venom murdered eight people mm-hmm. to go to a rave. I just yes. want y'all to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> technically did. That, yeah. But you know, you see this, so you're starting to set the tone of what the, the brutality level that we've been hearing about with Black Adam, how there's this take no shit mentality. Yeah. And for him just to electrocute dude, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then um uh they shoot bullets at him. He catches one of them and, and it, in a scene that I think was really well cut together. And then he raises off the floor uh floating. And I and I think you're you're right. I think this trailer really set a solid tone for the movie. Uh, and I'm I'm very interested to see where it goes next. The release date is July. Oh my God, July 29th, 2022. That's way closer than I thought. That's <laughs> well, way closer. Initially, than I, I think initially it was supposed to be the end of this year. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Supposed to, You know, but uh, thanks COVID. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to get it in December. But now they made this a summer blockbuster in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Like because again, I think. This is where now you got to play the game smart. If you're movie studios, you know Warner's dropping Black Panther 2, yeah. dropping all this Doctor Strange 2, all the, I mean, not Warner, excuse me, Marvel, is yeah. dropping all this stuff in, in, in the summer next year. You have to plan around this because, you know, yeah, DC as a whole now is running their own race, it looks like. Mm-hmm. But you still got to be smart box office-wise because you know, we know, there's no doubt, a Marvel movie will dominate the box office. Yeah. So you want to give your film a chance to have life. A Dwayne Johnson film is going to make money because he's been proven to be a box office draw regardless. Yeah. You know, so this is going to come out July 29th. This this is after the 4th. This is in the point of August when nobody really starts to care anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's going to have breathing room unless somebody moves something around. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, uh, before we move on to the next thing, any, any other thoughts on, on black Adam? So I, I love the fact we didn't get a lot. Again, a lot mm-hmm. of people were mad we didn't get a lot of trailers in this thing. And I'm like, why? I don't know why people get upset nowadays. Yes, it's good to see a trailer. You want to know something. But fi- we notice films now are doing this thing. Yeah. There's a teaser, yeah. main trailer, final trailer. But we always start complaining. I say we as society, we start complaining. Oh, they told us too much from the trailer. And I don't think that's the case because I need to see how he was a slave. Mm-hmm. I need to see, and it sounds weird to say, but that's a Black Adam story. Yep. He's a slave that fought his masters off, somehow acquires acquires these abilities, and instead of helping people, yep. is just like, I kill him. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm excited for it again. How long have we been waiting for this movie with him? I, I feel like a decade, right? 
Yep. Since yeah. he announced it, it's been over a decade. Yep. This is the one, like we've heard of other movies, like, yeah, such and such is doing this movie. We heard Dwayne Johnson, The Rock is Black Adam, and there have been concept art for years. Yep. And now it went into, when it finally went into production, people were like, all right, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Then you get the, we've wrapped. Yeah. Oh, this is a real movie. Yeah. Like it wasn't, you know, because again, this hesitation is a long time. I'm excited to see. This is one of the things I, I look. Dwayne Johnson ain't the best actor in the world. We know this. Look, let's just be real. He makes he makes fun movies. Yeah, he's a charisma machine. He's a charisma machine. But you have the chance he gets to be the charisma that he took from wrestling, in a sense, that brutality, that heelish persona and amp it up in a superhero genre with CGI and wires. Give him all HGH, ladies and gentlemen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So um, uh, let's go on to to let's do Aquaman two now. We got some behind the scenes footage with Jason Momoa, uh, his first day on set and everything. Um, it looks like we've get some like uh, 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 concept art which shows him finding like giant grasshoppers. It feels like Journey to the Center of the Earth type shit. Uh, it definitely like hey, you remember how big and crazy and wonderful Aquaman one was? Here you go. Um, That's what made. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Like he said in the thing when when they in the in the footage when the one of the producers is like, Yeah, Aquaman's the biggest DC movie ever. I'm like, What? I mean, I, I love Aquaman, but it's like that's that's crazy to me. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't, don't, fix, don't it. fix it. I also love that like I think it's easy to watch Aquaman one and be like, wow, they let James Wan do whatever he wanted. And then in this footage, you see uh, Black Manta. He's not wearing the sleek, uh, sleek as hell armor from the last movie. He's wearing his goofy ass Silver Age armor. I'm like, oh, I guess they didn't let James Wan do whatever he wanted last time. Now he's doing whatever he wants. They they said, hey, man, that freedom you got that first movie. Mm -hmm. All right, look, you're going to understand. We're going to rein this back a little bit. You know, we let you do, we let you have the fun. You got to do the, all the crazy type of costumes to reinvent them. We even let you do, again, a horror scene mm-hmm. in the middle. We took your horror movie away, fam. We're not doing that. No, no. You want to stay on, you want, you want to stay on this? It, he's like, it's fine, but you got to let me put uh, Black Manta in his goofiest armor ever. You've got <laughs> Give me the slick rubber suit mm-hmm. it looks- with the it's one of the, it's one of the, listen i love it it looks exactly like uh i think it was like an alice Crocs ross painting that did it but it's like but the uh, black man's armor in the last movie was so fucking cool <laughs> so cool look <laughs> it's oh i hate every comic book movie and tv show that does that they'll give you something so dope mm-hmm. and they'll be like here's the here's what you wanted and you're like no not at, no actually <laughs> no it's it really isn't I, i'm fine with <laughs> We also get a little bit of um, uh, Patrick Wilson. It looks like he might be working with Aquaman. He's, he looks like he's in an action scene. I'm getting every time I saw Patrick Wilson in the stuff, I was getting very much like Magneto and X Men Two vibes, where it's like you were the bad yes. guy in the last one, but this one we need your help for whatever reason. Yep. 
Yep, that's exactly what it is. Uh, you because he, he gets out of prison. I think he decides. Remember, when you're ready to talk, we can. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of Aquaman, and so Orm's been clearly working out underwater. Yes. Just, which questions, but listen, we're not, it's the same as how do they talk? Listen, but it's not what we're here for. We're just going to, we're, we're here for this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, they're going to team up for something. Again, the lost kingdom. Again, what is, is it where his mother was? Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Is there something there? Cause again, you, the beautiful thing about these comic book movies is when they show like all these other kingdoms, it's like, Oh, the earth isn't what you think the earth is. Mm-hmm. You know, here's they're like, we get Atlantis is a kingdom underwater that's that encompasses the seven seas, the yeah. oceans, right? But then there's a whole nother kingdom. You're like, where? Where yeah. huh? are you keeping that? <laughs> so it's always weird. It'll be interesting to see uh, 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 what all what all that uh, leads up to. Any before? We, oh, and the release date for that is December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two is going to be a goddamn full year. <laughs> oh, dude. If you man, listen, Marvel and DC TV shows, movies. If you are a comic book fan in those two genres alone, you getting so much of everything. You can't. Your appetite is there. Isn't that big? Well, I gotta wait. Mm-hmm. You're getting something almost every single month of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Or in multiple, like there's going to be times where like it's it's just gonna it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be overload, but we can handle it. Look, all I need to do is just get back on the Disney press list. Uh, then I think I'll be better in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to get on that Disney press list. Any final uh, thought thoughts for Aquaman two? Again, it's good to see the the character coming back. Jason Momoa has fun. I think that's the one thing with any character. You like to see the actors having fun with it and not taking it, for lack of better words, too serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Having a lot of fun. 100%. And uh, and I like, obviously, we only get a little bit of them, but I like um, that we're getting more Yaya Abdul-Mateen um, as Black Manta. And I hope that now that, like, because I think the first thing I saw him in was Aquaman. So now that he's become what he is like a, a yeah, goddamn superstar yeah, yeah yeah i hope that it's like yeah and also it, it, not just as a fan of him as an actor but black manta's i i really black manta black it's interesting because black manta and black adam are two of those characters where i actually think the antagonist is more interesting than the protagonist the hero? Like, yeah i like i think to me black manta is more interesting than aquaman is so it's like yeah, give him some room to breathe <laughs> especially the story they built with this one yeah Again, you, you're the reason my father died. I always, I was a pirate. I wanted to kill you off jump, yeah. but you're the reason my father died. Yeah. And so now I'm, you know, that, that vengeance motive. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it also, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I'm so possessed with vengeance. I'm going to get your home people to help me out to take you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now we're going to go over to uh, HBO Max. We've been talking about movies. We're now uh, HBO Max is getting in the game too. Um, with uh, Peacemaker, we got a first look at this. Uh, uh, again, something that an echo of, of last year. There was a Q&A with James Gunn. And uh, between this Q&A and the Suicide Squad Q&A, I'm very impressed with the, the, the feeling that all these people genuinely like each other. And, uh, and I feel like that's a credit to James Gunn and the set he mm-hmm. runs. That it's like, oh, all these people genuinely like each other. They get along. It seems like a very positive environment. And with all the... You know, for the past however many years we've been unpacking a lot of the negativity in Hollywood. It's like, oh, cool that there's sets where people like each other and get along and things work out. 
And they have fun. And you can see during that panel, they're having fun. Yes. You got Steve Agee still recording Daniela Brooks. Mm-hmm. like, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Like, you again, James Gunn, I've always said this, and I, I mean this, and I, I've been claiming this into existence. I am going to work with James Gunn on a film yeah. or something. I've got to. Because the fun you hear about with all the actors and everybody, every project that they've worked with, it's like you hear he's serious, but he has fun. And you see it in the finished work. Yeah. People have their thoughts about the Suicide Squad one way or another. Yeah. But what you cannot deny is everybody's having fun in that movie. Yep. Yep. Everybody's having fun. And uh, and they're cranking that up uh, even more with Peacemaker. This It is interesting how, like, um, uh, tonally... It, it, this this feels more like the comics where you'll have like your team movie that has functions one way and then a character will spin off and whatever energy he brought to that team is like doubled down on the solo thing because it's like I can't yes we had Starro in Suicide Squad I have a little bit of trouble imagining that's the same universe where an eagle will hug a dude but you know what fuck it it's Peacemaker's show we'll roll with it let me tell you something if an eagle gonna hug anybody he gonna hug fucking John Cena <laughs> He's gonna- let's just be real he is going to hug John Cena yep. out of anybody. I'm 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 content with it, brother. I'm content with again to watch John Cena embrace this character goes back to with the with Dwayne Johnson. Those wrestling roots, being in front of crowds, knowing how to entertain crowds, yeah. and having to compress that, if you will, now. Yeah. And make this into one solid character that could only be translated through the barrel of a camera. Yep. And him taking what he's done with Peacemaker. At, dude, when he wakes up in the hospital, I got to go. I'm a hero. Who are you? Peacemaker. I'm a hero. They don't damn Peacemaker. Like, it's great. I'm I'm so excited. Look, the violence, the like you said, the assholery that he has, <laughs> I'm here for it all. Well, and I think it's an interesting the the arc they set up for this guy of because we get a little bit um they talked a little bit in the q a how daniel brooks character is is probably the closest to peacemaker and we get a clip of it in the trailer where she's like hey you're a real dick but maybe if you dialed it back people would actually like you <laughs> and it's like that's that's a kind of compelling uh uh direction to take the character and i mm-hmm. i i like john cena a lot in suicide squad i like that um because the two big movies I saw John Cena in were F9 and Suicide Squad. And I think Suicide Squad did a better job of capturing the fact that he is just a giant action figure. Like, and, and, uh, and he's, he's really funny. Like, he's really good at bringing that type of energy. And it's good to see them do more of that in this show. We also get a look at, um, uh, Adrian Chase, aka Vigilante, uh, who is 100% their version of Deadpool. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, if you take this version of Vigilante, Adrian Chase, mm-hmm. versus what we got in Arrow, yeah, <laughs> like it's so weird. It's like, oh, okay. Well, and it's also weird too that like uh, I didn't. I've only read a couple of the Adrian Chase comics, but when Arrow was coming out, I did my you know did my due diligence or whatever. Yeah, and that character's bleak as fuck. Like he he I, that his run ends with him committing suicide. Like it's it's weird that like this is the this character keeps like coming back. It's like it's a this is a tricky dude. I mean, like, but you, you uh, sure go for it. I think the costume looks great. It's so it the costume looks so what Peacemaker is. Mm-hmm. Look at the Suicide Squad. It's a it's a it's a comic book movie that looks like oh this is what the colors of a comic book mm-hmm. movie. Again, James Gunn has done what Marvel films? Yeah. They've always been brighter and bubblier with the colors. Yeah, Just, yeah. I'm using that as a reference. Yeah. And so. 
But when you get into the movie, you're like, oh, oh. And I'm so glad we're going to get another one-upsmanship game. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, we got with Bloodsport yep. and Peacemaker, we're going to get that with Vigilante and yep. him. I'm for it. Yep, totally. Uh, we also get to see that uh, Peacemaker's dad, who's played by the T-1000, Robert Patrick. And they in in it, they fight a guy that, to me, the costume looked like uh, Nathan Fillion's character TDK from the movie. That's uh, who I thought it was. Well, Yeah, but then, then there's a shot. And it's like, well, that's not Nathan Fillion. And I literally just brought up the IMD. And there's a character, uh, there's an actor credited as Judo Master, uh, uh, who's from the the same line of comics that Peacemaker was originally from. Okay. It's like, oh, that must be who it is. <laughs> okay, because I was like, TDK is pop pop and just shot up the yeah. shit. Like, because this is a continue wait, which again, shouts out to James Gunn them for keeping this a secret. Make because everybody thought it was a prequel. Yep. Everybody thought Peacemaker was a prequel. We was like, oh, so John Cena dies. Cool. Mm-hmm. And when he died in the Suicide Squad, spoiler alert, yeah. everybody was like, okay, I kind of figured that. And then the end credit scene, you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you slick bastard. Yep. Oh, you slick bastard. And I'd say that to say when you saw TDK get the shit shot about him in, 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 on the beach, you're like, oh my God, is this, is this, did they, did they patch him up too and yeah, bring yeah, him yeah. back and, and put him back together? I also like the way that, spoilers for the Suicide Squad, but I also like that how they explain that, like he gets shot through the net, like he's in, like rubble falls on him and shit. And then what happens? He got better. It's like sure, that's all we need. I don't need a I don't need a complicated explanation of how he survived this. Whatever. They just fought a giant starfish I monster. Mean, I don't care. He got shot. Did it. But again, look, spoiler alert, Titans did it with Nightwing, but the difference is there's a Lazarus pit now. Mm-hmm. Uh but I guess I again there's this thing of heroes realize if I get shot in the neck, apply pressure, and eventually I won't bleed out to death, I think. I guess. Sure. Sure. I hold it enough, I clot up. I guess that's the theory we're going with. I will say this, and this is actually gonna matter more when we talk about uh the Batman trailer. I uh, I'm a little on the fence about how um uh how inconsequential we're making getting shot in movies i feel like i feel like it's 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 might be irresponsible <laughs> okay i i'm only laughing cuz of like yo he's got a good ass point people are like hey man you just shoot guess what he'll be back up in 26 minutes what yeah like, like people people are like i got shot in the stomach i'll walk off and be fine it's like i get that it's not vital organs but you're gonna be like pooping in a bag dude like it's not like you're just gonna be fine <laughs> and again the peacemaker costume nothing about that looks bulletproof the helmet maybe the helmet maybe the helmet is the only thing yeah. but nothing else about that looks so like getting shot in the neck he's like yeah your neck's all the way open as are your arms yeah and your biceps and nobody's coming to pick you up for at least a few hours like you ain't clotted up that quick did you Mm -hmm. like if you clotted up that fast Something's wrong. You're you're meta. You're not oh, and human. we might we might establish that in the show that, that he has some sort of low key like like Captain America has the super soldier serum. He maybe has something yeah. some low key meta whatever. We'll see. Um, but we will see in January 2022, <coughs> which is when Peacemaker drops on HBO Max. So now let's jump to we were talking about it earlier. We're back now with Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We got some behind-the-scenes footage on this. As we mentioned briefly before, Asher Angel introduces it, and he straight-up looks like he's about ready to graduate from college. (laughs) Was it, again, 
as a father, I forget how quick your kids grow. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I FaceTime my daughter every day. And every day my daughter's bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what are you, Audrey 2 in your sleep? Like, little shop of horrors reference, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. That's what I did. I damn, I damn sure did that. But he's grown. And then again, when you look at him, the casting choice that they did for, they replaced Mary, the actress who plays Mary, yep. where now she's going to be the same actress when she changes and whatnot. Yeah, because she's already so like, basically an adult. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, it makes, it, it, it starts, it adds up all the way across the board now. Yeah. It helps. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Him growing, he has to grow up. Freddie Freeman is growing up. All of them are growing up. Yeah. And so as they get older, you have to adapt to that. You can't just have them be the same little kids. As we, Comic books are one thing. But if you're doing a series of movies where they're going to evolve, they have to grow up. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. And, and, and fortunately, with something like Harry Potter, like they built that into the with the way they shot them, like to, to accommodate the fact that like, Oh, son of a gun, these kids are going to grow up. You know what I mean? We can't, we can't wait three movies in between three years in between right. movies. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta literally shoot two movies, one or two movies at the same time. Like we got to knock this out because you're going to grow mm-hmm. like, and this sounds, this sounds weird. I know it's going to sound weird, especially when you have characters that play little girls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they start to grow and develop. And you're like, Oh, we weren't ready for the character to be full, fooled out yet. Mm-hmm. We weren't ready for that. Yeah. Like with the boys, it's like, all right, we've always casted older dudes to play younger yeah. guys. It just, it's always been this thing in Hollywood. But when the girls start to fill out, you're like, shit, we got to address the fact she's not a little girl per se anymore. Yeah. Like not go directly fully into it. Yeah. But there's a change as opposed to what the character is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, so so uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see um, uh, how how Asher Angel looks in the movie, depending on when the, this intro was filmed to when the movie was filmed. Uh, so the interesting thing about this footage is it's definitely playing up the mytho- mythological aspect a lot. We get a lot of like um, we see a little bit of uh, Helen Mirren as Hespera and Lucy Liu as Calypso, um, uh, and there's. We see concept art of some of the monsters are going to be fighting, like mythological creatures. And I don't know about you, but I got like old school, like not the new Clash of the Titans, but like old school old Clash school. of the Titans. Yep. Yep. I was like, oh, give me this. Mm-hmm. But it is it is good because it's always now the first movie has to establish your characters. Yeah. Now let's give you a little more backstory on it. Let's give you where the powers come from and all this other stuff. Because clearly you got two gods who are like, why do these mortals have these powers yeah you know why do they have these powers why do they have this magic yeah and all of this and again the calypso reference mm-hmm. the crown yeah black adam yeah 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 yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh if, if there's like a relationship between um calypso and eclipso uh uh and if how they address right, I, I know you meant eclipso but i'm thinking like the crown i'm sorry yeah yeah yeah. Know. like the the the, the way still those early ladies <laughs> still early ladies. it's all good uh and and uh again it's like it, it uh they talk about the upgrade in the suits I, I wonder if part of the upgrade with this like making sure their suits were cooler it's like we got to keep keep up with black adam over there we can't have like the shazam clan suits like look lame next to black adam's <laughs> I need to know what the I need to know the reasoning. I, I and of course the movie will probably tell it yeah. why because I'm assuming if anything, Freddie is the reason they get the upgrade in the suits. Yeah, it'll be interesting because it is tough, right? It's not like the bat suit where like we took it back to formula or whatever. It's like it's ma- it's magic. So what did you do? <laughs> so it, right, it's magic. It's literally magic. Like it's already it's set in magic too of what mm-hmm. the suit should look like. So Freddie being the one who understands superheroes and everything, 
is probably going to talk to Billy. Something's going to happen. Like, hey, because the fact that they've decorated the Rock of Eternity yeah. is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, because they they like put like graffiti on the Seven Deadly Sins and stuff like that, right? Like they yes. call them up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've like, which which is again, what do you expect a group of kids to do? One hundred percent in a in a magical lair. Yeah, especially with the Seven Deadly Sins that you just beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, y'all gonna be y'all mad. Y'all gonna be mad. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got lipstick on. Oh, oh, greed. <laughs> Agreed. You got on this lipstick. So, do you think how going back to the Black Adam thing? How do you think we're gonna like? Is there gonna be a teaser after Black Adam and after Shazam two? So, wait, for my own benefit, Shazam two comes out in twenty twenty three. June it comes out a year after, uh, a little less than a year after Black Adam. So, do you think we'll get like a tease at the end of Black Adam? It'll will it be a tease at the end of Shazam? How do you think they're gonna go about integrating these characters? I think the tease for Black Adam that we'll get is we need another champion. Mm-hmm. Just that's it. Yeah. Just say we need a champion just in case. Something like that. Something has to reference another champion, i.e. Shazam. Yeah. Right? That's all you need in Black Adam. That's all you need. Then in uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, the cutout scene from the first one. Remember, the cutout scene in the Rock of Eternia. Yeah. There's seven thrones. Yeah. Who's the seventh? Yeah. So now that'll probably play into this one, whereas they've heard, you know, all of a sudden, again, they know about magic now. Yeah. Somebody, somehow they find out about the story again. Remember, Billy was told the story. They chose a champion once. Something in the post-credit scene will lead them to either the tomb of Black Adam or somewhere the two of them will butt heads real quick. Yeah. So do you think that'll be, uh, uh, is there a chance, like, will it be, like, straight up, like, a Shazam versus Black Adam, like its own standalone movie, or will it be, like, a Shazam 3? I think it'll be, again, it'll be a Shazam versus Black Adam, but it'll be Shazam 3. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Kind of of like Batman v Superman was technically Man of Steel 2. Two, yeah. yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Man of Steel Two is Batman. I know a lot of people want a, a proper Man of Steel Two, but that's all it is. Shazam Three is yeah. going to be Shazam versus, and I, I, God is my witness, they better not call it Shazam versus Black Adam. <laughs> no, no, what they will do is call it Black Adam versus Shazam. <laughs> One of those two yeah. people's a bigger star. <laughs> Black Adam, all in thick ass letters. Yeah, versus versus Shazam. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to check it out, and I'll be interested, especially since they're really hitting hard that that um, Black Adam is an antihero, not necessarily completely a villain. Uh, that makes it a little, that gives them a little bit of wiggle room to let it be the the classic like Shazam and Black Adam fight, but then they need to team up against da 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 whoever the yeah. yeah. So, Mister Mind might be the thing because I, I love the idea of black adam facing mr mind i like the idea that like mr mind set up as this huge threat and then black adam just steps on him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i will take over the world i will bring what shut your ass up <laughs> he electrocutes it like that one guy just shocks it to death i mean because again we set up mr mind in the first one yeah there's no reference so far in the second one yeah you know so Granted, Mr. Mind may be a pawn into a bigger thing, into a bigger scheme, but who knows? It also makes me wonder, I know that that, um, uh, the current uh, Justice League comics written by Brian Bendis have incorporated Black Adam as part of the Justice League, which feels obviously very intentional with Black Adam coming out. But it does make me think about, like, I wonder what their plans are of a potential justice league two and i got to imagine black adam factors into that and i mostly got to imagine that because i just really want to see henry cavill superman fight black adam 
Did you ever hear the rumor a while back that when the Suicide Squad sequel was being drawn up, that who they were supposed to fight, what it was, Waller was having them track a weapon of mass destruction in Egypt. Mm. The weapon of mass destruction was Black Adam. I did hear this, and I thought that would have been, I really liked the Suicide Squad, but I also think that would have been really cool. That would have been so dope. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, you give me a giant starfish that was minding his own goddamn business <laughs> space yep. that America did what America does. Like, but the, the thought of having that Suicide Squad team go and to have John Cena's Peacemaker also. Oh, shit. Yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Black, Black Adam. You get what I'm saying? Like, yep. that kind of works. So I don't know how big of a threat do you make him. Again, like we've said going into three do you make him the ultimate threat do you make him the team up threat if you do justice league going forward do you like hey we kind of need like if you bring another dark side because like who's really bigger than dark side in in the dc let's look just bring granny goodness and they're like we need somebody to handle granny goodness Mm -hmm. who handles granny you know that dude that was whooping everybody's ass with lightning yeah yeah, you You know that guy that kicked the shazam family's ass maybe we should call that guy (laughs) You know the dude that whooped the dog shit out of six people with just as much magic as him? (laughs) (laughs) Zachary Levy shows up. Can I I be the Justice League? No. (laughs) That depends. Can we get Black Adam? If we can't get Black Adam, you're on board, but... We got... We we put out some feelers. You know, we're waiting on a call back from him. We we put an off out on the table. Now, if you don't call us back, you win, bro. We reach out to his people. We'll see what they say. (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So speaking of lightning transition, uh, let's talk about the Flash teaser that we got. But before we do that, let's talk. Let's talk about Ezra Miller and his and his little intro and the whole thing he had he had going on there. What was, what was going on there? What's going What's going on with Ezra Miller? <laughs> he's on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely on the spectrum because he. You know, they say some people on the spectrum don't have good social skills. Mm-hmm. He don't have real life skills. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Bro, you wearing a okay, whatever you wear, but you like, yeah. So we kind of don't have none. We yeah, don't, we don't. like. Did you even know what you were supposed to say, yeah, bro? Because also he's like, we don't have anything to show you. But that that was a teaser. You did have something to show. A whole ass teaser, like. So so speaking of the teaser, uh, we we get a lot in it. The a car pulls up to uh, old school Wayne Manor from um, the the Batman eighty nine movies, and what who gets out of the car is two berries. We'll get into that more in a second. Um, but so we get a glimpse of that. There's an alternate berry. We get a glimpse of the new Supergirl, and of yes. course we get um, we hear what sounds to be Michael Keaton's uh, voice doing the kind of like the narration over the teaser. Uh, and we get a glimpse of his Batman from, uh, from behind. Yeah. Uh, but we don't see him like full costume uh, uh, in it. Um, you know why, right? No, because if they'd have shown that nobody would have gave a shit about the Batman. 
that's that's think, yeah, that's a good think point. Think about it. You show Michael Keaton mm-hmm. in his cow. Yeah, like you saw the back. You show Keaton. Look, yeah, Pattinson's happening. Blah 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 blah. Nice little trailer. But Michael Keaton, that's pretty much the big the big thing. Yep. Yep. And that's- so you say. I just want to know who the villain is. So that's an interesting point because as far as I know, and correct me if, if, if you've heard differently, I the filming is wrapped, correct? Yes. So just based on the fact, like, listen, I would love to live in a world where I have no idea who the villain of The Flash is until I sit down in the theater, but we don't live in that world. So if somebody had been cast as, say, Reverse Flash, we would know that at this point. There is... Right. The, the release is November 2022. So obviously... Obviously, this is not a Flashpoint movie. However, it does look like it's pulling from Flashpoint. So if it does a Flashpoint-esque thing where Reverse Flash shows up at the end and is like, aha, it was me the whole time. Theoretically, they could get that. They could cast somebody and get that in pickups. However, um, the one thing I wanted to run by you and see what you think is a couple who time is a construct. I don't know. I, it's a fat circle. I don't know when time is. Mm. However long ago, uh, Andy Muschietti posted a picture that looked like the classic bat symbol spray painted wet red with a lightning bolt on it. In this right. trailer, we see that that's being wear, worn by who I'm going to call Barry. the other Barry. So now I know when people saw that, they're like, oh, it's going to be Red Death from the comics who is like an evil Bruce Wayne that's also the Flash or whatever. And I'm like, don't do that. But now I'm wondering if they're going to take some of the DNA of that character and give it to this alternate Barry and maybe that Barry will be the villain of the movie. So that's what I was hearing. That's what I've been. That's what I said. I've been hearing that, but I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if he's the exact villain because everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Barry versus Barry. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that, that, that complicates that is, uh, let's try and unpack this. So in the narration, Michael Keaton's Batman's talking about how, like, listen, you can travel to other world. Why does this world matter? Over that, we see footage of what looks like Barry approaching his mom. So right. what I'm getting out of this is that instead of, instead of Flashpoint where he fucks up reality to save his mom, he's jumped to another reality where his mom is alive. Implying to me that this other Barry might not have his powers. You know what I mean? Like he might just be a dude. And he might have invented, he might have stole a Batman suit and made it where it can move fast, possibly. Uh, possibly. I, you know, like they, he might- very smart, very smart. So, yeah. And, and maybe, or maybe they get the costume when he goes to Wayne Manor. And, and that's why I'm thinking, like, and then there's interesting implications. So, does that mean, uh, what's the actress's name? Sasha Collie. Yeah. Her Supergirl is the Supergirl of the Keaton Batman universe. <laughs> Again. They're flashpointing this without flashpointing this, mm-hmm. like you just said. Yeah, it's. But that's why I'm beautiful. You know what? All the questions you ask, to be quite honest, are why I'm glad this is a teaser yeah. and I don't know anything. Because again, like I stated earlier, we get trailers and we're starting to be. We, we get trailers. We're like, oh, so this is what happens here. What happens here? What happens here? We have no clue. Mm-hmm. We have no clue, and so I'm like, I can live with it. Yeah, I can live with it. So. uh it would be amazing and it would be incredible as if uh they meet Sasha Kali's Supergirl and she's like, We need to go find Clark and it's Nicolas Cage's Superman, the Superman movie we never got. I'm out of here. All right, I'm I'm done. Thanks, thanks for my time, y'all. With with the Superman suit on? With the Superman suit and the long hair he was supposed to have. That long hair he was supposed to have. Look, with the shit Nicolas Cage has done recently with Pig and all these other movies, 
it would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If that be the case, I need Muschietti to make sure it is never seen in a trailer. It is for, never yeah, implied real. in a trailer. Mm-hmm. That is something that needs to happen only in the movie to surprise everybody. Yeah. Because again, if you're going to do it, if you're going to bring in Keaton, yeah. if you're going to bring in Affleck, yeah. right? If you're going to go ahead and play this, we're using the different actors from the different universes who played Superman. Again, yes, Nicolas Cage's Superman never came to fruition. Yeah. But if you're going to go ahead and throw it in there, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Again, throw Brandon Routh in there. Play this like this is crisis mm-hmm. for all I care. If you're going to make it happen, make it happen. But I trust I trust Muschietti to make it work. Again, I would have still rather seen Rick Fine. You would do it. Yeah. That's just me. That's just I would I'll be interested to see, you know, when when um uh like when you go see Ant-Man uh after, you know, Edgar Wright was let go and then you see the Falcon scene, which I like the Falcon scene in that movie, but you're like, "Oh, this is probably why he left cuz he didn't want to do this. He didn't want to have it. He wanted to just do his movie." You know what I mean? He yeah. didn't want to have it. And so it'll be interesting to go see this movie and uh and it it'll it will probably be wrong, but there will definitely be that feeling of like, "Oh, this is probably why Rick for me they wanted to do this and he didn't want to." <laughs> Well, also remember, the script has been rewritten so many times so many as well. Times. So we don't know what the initial idea was. Like, was it because was Flashpoint always there out? Well, because there's no way I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but the actor they cast for Thomas Wayne, Thomas and Martha Wayne and Batman v Superman. It's like, oh, you did that because you thought you were making a Flashpoint movie. That's why you cast these people. Yep. No. Oh, they did. Uh, they did. Uh, Walking Dead. Uh, I can't Walking remember. Dead. Yeah. I can't. Why, why can't I remember his name for the life of me? Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dean Jeffrey, Morgan, and I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and it's like, Lauren Cohen, right? And it's, Lauren Cohen. Yeah. Yes. So it's like that's the time. Everybody was like, that could be a Thomas Wayne Batman, and yep. we're fine with it. But again, that Flashpoint was you're out. If it doesn't work, if you're like, we got these plans. If it don't work, what is the way we can reset all this and it doesn't affect us? Flashpoint. Is this Flashpoint? Like you said. Not necessarily. There's elements. It seems to be, yeah. you know, the multi multiple Batman's, multiple Flashes. Does he change the universe? I don't know. But also, I want to echo a point real quick, and we can move forward after this. Can anybody say why they haven't changed the name of the movie yet? Because it is very. I saw it on Twitter, and I thought about it too. If you type in the Flash. In Google, mm-hmm. Google doesn't know the difference until you identify the movie or the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Google doesn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. So you have to literally, I mean, yeah, it's as easy as writing one or two extra words. Yeah. But if you have a normal movie, you just know if you type some of it, it pops in, it autofills. Yep. So, like, is The Flash the permanent name of this movie? Yeah. Or does it change? Because remember, look, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was just, they didn't want to let you know that he was actually going to be Captain America. Yeah. So now it's Captain America, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So does it change later? Is something, you know, is something different happen? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they play that out. I do know that we get a, a little tease of what looks like um, a bloody Batfleck mask on the ground. I don't know what that's going to mean. And we also get a, a shot of the Flash ring. Uh, before we move on, I want to know what you think about the new costume. Because I feel mixed about it. <laughs> I'm mixed. I'm like, why is it all these, like, look, what, okay, look, I just got used to the aerodynamic spacesuit mm-hmm. with, with the tension things on it, which worked for why he said it was. Yep. 
again, the, the Barry Allen making that that way, he made it. You're telling me there's a suit that somebody was just like, nah, this sits around with lightning going through. It's it's how I feel sometimes with some of the Flash CW suits. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, nah, fam, we good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they – and it's like I don't want to be too hard on this shoot, uh, this this suit because, like you pointed out, I feel like it's taken them the Flash TV show, show like seven seasons to be like, oh, no, actually, this is pretty good. This is this is a pretty good whatever. The, the part that threw me for a loop is there's one shot where it looks like – I think he's looking up at a security camera or something, but he's looking up, and the helmet fits his head weird, and it's like, yeah, but the one thing that really worked about the Snyder suit – was the helmet like the helmet was like oh you nailed that the rest of it is a little busy but like the helmet's good and it's like so wait, you just leave that you should have left the helmet because now it reminds me of uh it looks chunky it reminds me of uh the injustice the the costume he wears yeah. in injustice where he's doing i might take a hit in the head from superman <laughs> exactly well listen you know if we're going off of i, I know it's not technically canon anymore but if we're going off the uh snyder cut I, if i saw superman does what he do does in that movie i'd be like mm, I, maybe i should wear more protective gear because who knows when that guy's gonna just fly off the handle <laughs> and just get upset you know what i'm gonna need something that's gonna take a lot of force mm-hmm. because you know they dig him up all of a sudden yeah. he angry yeah. like he's still he's he was, still and I heard people the other day joking about how much because in that fight where they fight Superman, the Just League fight Superman, he goes after Barry. So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna just in case, I'm gonna just make sure I can take a hit from that like, guy. Like, what did Barry do that Barry is the one that gets his like mm-hmm. Diana, Arthur, all of them are here. Barry's the one that's like, oh, shit. oh fuck. <laughs> All right, so that's that is uh, 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 the Flash, and again, that's coming out November fourth, twenty twenty two. So we have plenty of time. We have a year to, to to speculate about that one. Something that is coming much sooner, but close out the presentation was, of course, the Batman, the new uh, Matt Reeves movie starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. Just coming out in March of 2022. Um, this opened with a Q&A between uh, uh, Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, and I kind of liked. The, the, their conversation about it. I, I will say the one part that really stood out to me was uh, was uh, Matt Reeves talking about like, yeah, we just really wanted to do a grounded, gritty Batman early in his career like nobody's ever done before. And it's like, with Batman Begins, Batman it's, Begins it's, like just it, happened. <laughs> like, hey, bro, the Nolan movies exist. Yeah. Like, and, and they weren't, here's the thing about the Nolan movies. Not only do they exist, they weren't bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not like when we were coming off the Joel Schumacher movies. <laughs> Right, we're like, Batman Begins is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we watch Bruce train. We we see how the suit got, like, we watch day one Batman. Mm-hmm. We watch the evolution of a base jumping suit to a cape. We, we, what do you, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, and it was weird too. So when he said that, I was like, well, I guess, listen, even, you know, Batman Begins is, is grounded, especially when you compare it to the Schumacher movies, but there was like a whole ninja terrorist cult in that movie. So it's like, you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe I see what he's saying. And then the trailer played, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. This doesn't look all that grounded to me. <laughs> well, here's the thing the, the, ter- the ninja terrorist cult, and when you think about it in, in, in Batman Begins, are because of Batman, you know, him leaving the league, which yeah. makes sense. Like they, oh, bitch, you think you just go out here and leave? Mm-hmm. And like, we don't know who you are. Yeah. And you just going to go just fight crime? Mm-hmm. No. Hell no. You told, you told Ra's al Ghul the whole reason you were here. Yeah. What your plan was. Mm-hmm. Why, so then a dude shows up. He disappears in the night. 
and he fight a bat. And you're like, okay. But then you see the Batman one. Like I said on Twitter, Robert Pattinson's Batman looks like an emo kid with a lot of money that said, fuck therapy. That's <laughs> literally what he looks like. Yep. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. Look, some of the scenes, some of the action shots, Matt Reeves does that well. Yeah. The Ape series shows us that. Yep. Matt Reeves can do action shots, shootouts. He can do it well. And a lot of it's done well. Colin Farrell is the penguin. Yo, you would have to pay me money if I didn't know mm-hmm. that was him. Yep. Past that. Because I'd have lost a bet. Like, the dude, one of the dudes from the Sopranos. Yeah, I just yeah, said yeah, it's a yeah. crazy. That's Colin Farrell. But again, it's like, what's so grounded? What's so gritty? What's different than what we saw? Yeah, you know, in Batman Begins. Yeah, totally. And and I think the which which it's going to sound like I'm ripping on this trailer. I like the trailer, but last year the the clip they showed, the the tone of it, the way it was put together, like literally in the past year. There will be nights where I'll, I'm just chilling. I'll just put that trailer on just because of the mood of it. I just really like the, the shot of him like just walking through cops. I'm like, oh, man. He's not doing the Batman thing where he's like appearing and disappearing. He has to walk through this line of cops. Like, that's a dude. You know what I mean? Like, And and, mm. and, and, and so I, I, I really vibed with that. So when you get to this one and you've got like the Batmobile jumping fiery explosions and they're talking about how the city's a powder keg and Riddler is the match and they they do the classic, the thing that uh, they did in Dark Knight and now they've done with a bunch of other movies since where the bad guy's captured, but somehow he's more dangerous when he's captured. And it's like, I feel like I've seen this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I don't like that theme of you caught. I wanted you to catch me. Yeah. Why? Because now you'll know what my real plan is. It's like, yo, first of all, I wanted you to catch me while I was about to drink a good ass latte. Yeah, and also put a question. Put the question mark in the latte. <laughs> did he do it? Did he like wait a second? Hold on, cops. Wait, question mark. <laughs> or did he tell his barista, you know how I like it, and then <laughs> yeah. just sat down like? <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been doing that for weeks, waiting for the cops to find him. Like every day he comes in and asks for the question mark latte. And they don't think none of it was like this guy just comes in and he wants a latte with a question mark. I mean, whatever. Uh, we're not gonna. That, why we're not? We, you know, <laughs> don't ask questions. I mean, I mean, I just, I literally don't ask questions, and it tests my artistic skills mm-hmm. to make sure I get the same question mark. And that was another thing, seeing him like that. I was kind of glad to see Paul Dano look as a regular dude, because mm-hmm. of course you know what everybody's going. Where's the green suit? Blah yeah. blah blah. Like they did the same thing. Where uh, Corey Michael, what was his last name? I can't remember his last name. In uh, Gotham. When yeah. does he get the suit? When does he get... Yo, he can be the Riddler. I understand where he's synonymous having that green suit. Yeah. But again, it's like... And that's the crazy part, too, about this. He's the main villain. Yeah. Right? But what do we see more of in this trailer? Yeah. Penguin. Yeah, we see more Penguin. And, and is, it the joke, is the Joker running around here already? <laughs> You're talking about the guys with the yeah the face paint face paint. Well, and that's another thing too that that I I find a little bit um, concerning is that like the um, a lot of superhero movies and Batman in particular has a tendency to engage with crime and criminality as if it's like still the 70s, and it's like it's 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 not though. So so when I see uh, Batman uh, beating up a diverse group of people in in the street, it's like. Am I rooting for Batman? Like, I get that they're wearing clown face paint or whatever it is, but like, these people are just probably trying to make rent. Like, I don't. 
Batman's superpower is white privilege. I will always real. say that, and I will stand on that. Yeah. Batman is the only dude who can beat up people in a poor neighborhood, and everybody thinks he's helping. Mm-hmm. He is. He terrifies the citizens, yep. not the criminals. Mm-hmm. The citizens. Yep. In the not in the middle class of Gotham either. Nope. Only in the poor parts of Gotham. Yeah. But everybody's like, no, no, Batman's helping. Helping who? Yeah. Oh, we know who. Real quick, <laughs> before we move forward, answer this question, DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all the years that we've seen Batman and all the iterations through comic book, television, cartoon, and film that Batman has been Batman, has Gotham ever gotten better? I'll wait. <laughs> Uh, no, because it can't. Because then he, then we cease telling Batman stories. Which I feel like there's an interesting story in that where, like, you could tell a Batman story where where you have to acknowledge, like, no, he doesn't want it to get better. Because then he has to stop being Batman. Because <laughs> he, he, and they, they've done stories where they talk about. Because again, like they even said, Bruce Wayne is the costume. Mm-hmm. Batman is the person. Yeah. Like Bruce Wayne is the 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 superhero identity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like Batman never really helps like everybody's like oh batman's so cold he does this how has batman helped gotham for real yeah what has every time he starts he takes down one criminal 10 new ones up here Mm -hmm. well and i think there's something interesting and maybe you know like you said earlier you know these are teasers these are trailers we don't know the whole thing um and and i do think they're trying to complicate it a little bit with zoe kravitz's catwoman it was really cool seeing more of her very excited for that i will also say there has been rumors of like they're talking about uh uh a penguin series um and it's like but Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman's right. Why would you do a Penguin series before you did a Catwoman series with Zoe Kravitz? Are you fucking kidding me? Is it because she doesn't want to? Like, what? What is the reasoning behind that? That would be the only thing I could see. I mean, like, that listen, would be I love reason. Colin Farrell, but like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you have Zoe Kravitz right here, yeah. and then I guess the thing, the thought process is. Well, what does Selena Kyle do without Bruce Wayne? She a has lot. a whole comic series. She has a, a whole lot. <laughs> she's had a lot. She's had her own ongoing comic series for decades. <laughs> like you can have Selena again. Selena's a thief. Yeah. No matter what, there's shit to steal. Yeah. She's had Consistent. her own. She's had her own antagonist. There's a lot you can do. I mean, I you know they. And by they, I mean Warner Media and all of them. They are so high on this Batman thing already. You already got the Gotham PD series coming out behind yeah. it. Again, Penguin, like we just said. <laughs> and, 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 I, and by the way, couldn't you just fit whatever you would you would do with that character in the show? Couldn't you just fit it into the Gotham PD show? Because it's like they're going to need to chase down some criminal. Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what happened is because of the, and I use this term loosely, success of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Because it ran for so long, it was successful. It did. It did. You're right. It is technically successful. <laughs> it is. Do you see what I said? I had to use the term yep. loosely. Success of Gotham. You had Robin Lord Taylor as the Penguin, which was still really weird. Mm-hmm. But he was the Penguin. And so they were like, oh, if it worked here, mm-hmm. then it can work there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that thought process of it worked in his TV show for X. I mean, he started out as a regular dude that also got his leg broke. And now all of a sudden he never gained weight. He just waddled when he walked. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, Penguin went through this whole thing of life and I understand. Okay. Now we, we all of a sudden decided to find out Penguin is gay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And y'all just like, this is the direction. And it just, it took away from the Penguin being brutal. Yeah. 
when he got, you know, when he went for his. So I'm like, I guess they felt like if we could go all these directions with the penguin in Gotham, yeah, we can go with this in its own series. But again, that ain't saying a lot. Yeah. And also, like we mentioned earlier, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Literally right. She's literally right She's, there. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz is right. I will. Back the truck up. Yeah, I would watch. I would one hundred percent watch a Catwoman show with Zoe Kravitz in it. I would one thousand percent watch it. But that's you. Maybe maybe those are talks. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe they're just still trying to figure out the logistics of that. Maybe they are. And again, I, I want to make sure I'm clarified. All the shit they did with Penguin and Gotham, I is cool. It just didn't add up in the whole story of Gotham with everything they was trying to do. Yeah, because no, shit I'm, got so convoluted. No, I hear what you're saying. You want uh, uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin to make out with the Riddler, the serial killer Riddler in the Batman. I hear you. <laughs> just like he made out with the serial, he was trying to make out the serial killer Riddler yeah. in the Gotham. Yeah. Look, I want to see this. I want to see Oswald Cobblepot kiss Edward Nigma all in the mouth. Yeah. This this, this particular Edward uh, Edward Nigma that's wearing a leather mask ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Which, by the way, why does Batman's cow look like one of them old leather helmets from the? Uh, and so this goes to the, to the other thing I mentioned. I, I I I like the cow in that it lets Robert Pattinson be expressive, which is good. Yes. But but again, when we're talking about a grounded Batman, like literally somebody unloads an automatic weapon right into that suit, and apparently the bullets just bounce off and it's like but isn't the point of batman that he's stealthy so he doesn't need like literally bullet retardant armor like like uh and he never has just directly taken on but when is batman ever in any issue unless i'm missing something well the only one i I, they 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 that happens in it's not automatic fire it's 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 um uh pistol fire in batman v superman he takes straight up takes a bullet to the head but again that's that's a Zack snyder movie where things are already amped up to like 11 so you're like sure he can resist bullets if we're talking about like this is supposed to be a gritty realistic batman it's like that that armor doesn't exist, my friend. <laughs> I, look, the ar- again, if that armor exists, this is the problem I have with Batman. And, and some people got to understand this logic. If that armor exists and it is only from the R&D department of Wayne Enterprises mm-hmm. and there is a dude running around the streets yeah. in this, y'all not going to put two and two together easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Coleman Reese in The Dark Knight was like, yo, I was checking figures in the inventory and yep. shit, and uh, shit's missing. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Yep. Yep. The the one thing I will say, speaking of the R&D, uh, I do like what they're doing with the Batmobile um, it, more than like, like when it's, you know, you look at the Burton Batmans, you even look at the Nolan Batmans, where it's essentially like a tank. <laughs> yeah. It's like, at least this is a car that I can believe is on the like you would you would see it and you'd be like oh that's the Batmobile but it would still be able to like work on it's, it, it, can, it can be on the road <laughs> it's road right, it's street legal <laughs> what you what you basically said is Batman can be in rush hour traffic and you'd be like that's a nice car that guy got right there like yeah. you don't realize that's the Batmobile <laughs> yeah he's not having to run over other cars just to get where he's going <laughs> well see again that's the that's the thing I like that's the uh, that's the grounded part yeah. In regards to this, he had to take, he doesn't have a ready-made vehicle. Yeah. He has to make a car per se. Yeah. You know, you have to make a car. Again, the Dark Knight, the Tumblr, which was like, that's a tank. Like you mm-hmm. said, that's not a that's a goddamn tank. Yeah. Okay. The Batmobile from Keaton West, all those, Kilmer, those are like, 
oh, who the hell made this specially made machine? Yeah. This sleek with who, one seat. Yeah. Who made this dildo spaceship that's driving around our, sh- our street? Okay, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it because I was love, I didn't want to be like, yo, who made the rolling dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but you get to this one. This is like a challenge. It looks like a challenger. Yeah. An old school challenger. Some muscle car, yeah. which I can see that being Batman with a muscle car. But then it also goes to this question of, again, maybe thinking too much, the Batmobile and things that it's always been known to do is to get out of sticky situations. Yeah. If Batman's caught up by, if the police have him cornered. Yeah. So how much muscle is a Dodge Challenger, old school Challenger? How amped up did him and Alfred do it to where it can get again? We see it go through fire. So yeah. I probably just answered my own question. Yeah. And I will I will say for for the criticisms I have for this trailer, the final shot where like penguins upside down in the car and Batman's like walking out of flame is like that looks rad as fuck. <laughs> okay. That was the shot that everybody was like, Yeah, take my money. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not knocking the trailer. I just I'm going off DJ with some of the things he said again. I've never seen Batman directly take fire. Like <laughs> Like, I've never just seen, like, Superman does that. Yes. Superman walks and takes all these bullets, and he's like, bitch, keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't. Batman has never directly wanted to take fire, because it's like, he don't know exactly how many bullets he can take at one time. Yeah. It's bulletproof to an extent. Well, and then it also raises the question of, like, you know, everybody likes to say, like, oh, why don't you just shoot him in the mouth? Anybody that's just casually been to the firing range with like a pistol knows that like with a moving target, that's easier said than done. If you're if you're unloading an entire automatic clip in the person, one of those bullets is going in the mouth. Like like it's just that's just happening, and he's just walking. He's not like dodging. He's just walking at you. It's like you could probably make that happen. (laughs) You know the shot we keep talking about somebody getting shot in the neck. Yeah, that is guaranteed to happen with automatic fire just letting off. Yeah. Just you don't even have to aim. Like one guy with a shotgun, you're. And anyway, anyway, we'll and Batman see. in real life dies on the first on the first mission. Dies on night one. He dies on night one. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's the story. Batman night one. It didn't go great. Uh, the end. <laughs> <laughs> holy cow what a packed episode now if you are not listening to this show on our patreon here's what you missed we also talked about the new story trailer for the video game suicide squad kills the justice league the first look of the cw show naomi uh titans and doom patrol both getting new seasons and our thoughts on the current seasons uh wonder woman 3 young justice phantoms league of the super pets and we also answered questions from our discord which is also on our patreon so if you want to participate in any of that, if you want the full unedited episodes, if you want to watch episodes early, if you want to watch them live and communicate with us in the chat, you can do all of that by joining our Patreon community over at patreon.com slash only super answers. I'm telling you, if you're not a part of it, you are missing out and we would love to have you. So please go to patreon.com slash only super answers and check that out. Now, those are our thoughts on the DC fandom event. Jay, thank you again for coming on and talking well, about it. Thank Lord you for having me, bro. Thank Re- you so much. Remind bro. everybody at home where they can find you and what they should be looking out for from I, you. Absolutely, man. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J Washington, M R J A Y. You should know how to spell Washington. Uh, as always, the Mad Titan podcast, everywhere you get your podcast from, I get you caught up on all the things happening in the Marvel and DC live action cinematic universes. It's Barbershop Talk for Nerds. Come on in that convo. Blurred's in the Hood every Tuesday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Myself and my co host, Winston A. Marshall. We talk about the world of pop culture, news, sports, entertainment, nerd stuff, and a whole lot more from a Blurred's perspective. And we are unapologetically black. YouTube.com. Oh, yeah 
twitch.com and twitch.tv both slash blurds in the hood b-l-e-r-d-s the letter n-t-h-e-h-o-o-d damn all that like a fucking pro you got all through all through all that i couldn't even say the sentence i just said right now without tripping on my own words and you got through all that shit listen go check all of that out there will be uh links in the description all that stuff go give it some love you can find me at dj talks trash you can find this show at only stupid answers everywhere that matters but on twitter you're going to want to yank the vowels out of stupid and we will see you all next time bye everybody